We the bestest cast with the left twist. Fat, fairly well dressed. Put me on the guest list. The guest list. Uh, yeah, on the guest list. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of On the Guest List with Box Trot and the Get Down, White Sox, Dave, Kenny Carkeet, and Dante. Gentlemen, I'm happy to see you today. I really am. The vibes are high, and I have to be honest, I tweeted this earlier, but I listened to last week's episode, and we went to the Player Haters Ball. That was the most on-edge, like, attack attack episode we've ever done just hate 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 well maybe though maybe it's maybe it's your fault for bringing up <laughs> topics about shit that i hate well <laughs> listen i'm all for the hate but i want to see how long we can go today without going super hate and i know it's going to be tough because i'm about to introduce dave white Sox dave how are you today buddy i'm good vibes are high uh it's like 70 some degrees here today it's super warm but it's a downpour it's a little drag on the mood, but I'm I'm feeling good. Are you any are you like hungover at all from opening day? I'm not hungover. I'm just I have not a clue why. I am exhausted. I was it's up allergies. early as fuck. So I, I my allergies uh come earlier. I had them like weeks back. It might have been the coronavirus, but um uh <laughs> I had an interview. You guys know Craig Robinson? Hell yeah, dude. I was just watching Eastbound and Down this weekend. Dude, so we interviewed Craig Robinson, and it's over Zoom. And as you guys know, those don't always work out. Like, you, yeah. it's completely hit or miss because you're not in the same room as a person. And we interviewed John Belushi like a month back. Or Jim Belushi, rest in peace to John. <laughs> Jim Belushi. And uh, it was just a fucking dud. It was awkward. There were, like, pauses. I'd be, like, looking like who's got a question for him. And we had, like, a whole outline and everything. Opposite for Craig Robinson. It was super conversational. And he went into, like extreme detail about the behind the scenes shit in oh, eastbound in eastbound yeah. and down just hilarious dude it was like i've known him for years and i can't wait for people to hear it he was just some part of my take but it was like completely different questions and all that so bro reg mackworthy is one of the greatest characters in tv oh, all time dude and like i i got shit on for it when we interviewed him because i i said eastbound and down and i clarified i'm like it's one of my favorite tv shows ever kenny have you seen it of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, dude. It's like, you, What's up, you, you say it's a show about baseball, but it's not. But um, I I was like, it's perfect garbage TV. And they like looked at me like, don't offend the guy. And it he is was garbage like, TV. all in agreement. He's like, dude, we didn't think we were going to make it past the first episode. It was such a dumb <laughs> fucking idea. And then all of a sudden, we're all rich because of it. So oh I'm dude, somewhat he, of an athlete myself. I do triathlons. Do you do triathlons? <laughs> Hell no. I, I don't do who lets see who can exercise the best. I play real sports like a man. Yeah, yeah. There's so, dude, there's so many great quotes. But like when they're uh, when they do Black Biker Week when they're in Myrtle Beach yes. and Red yeah, 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 yeah. and the, Gr and the Grim Creepers, it. dude, oh my God, they fight outside of the uh, the Great White Shark edifice done by none other than Bob Duato. The dude, I'm I going back. Part. I'm going I back and that, watching that bro, shit. It's so dude, look, it's, the vibes are high. This is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying, man. He's on down. It's it's like if you're in a bad mood, just throw on season one. It's it's six episodes, thirty minutes, so it's like a three hour movie basically, and you have yeah. the whole season knocked out. And you will piss yourself in laughter. And Craig Robinson, like, I assumed he was a good guy. He just seems like a good guy. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. never know. Awesome dude. Love the guy dude, to death. Not to mention, yo, season one of Eastbound and Down, sneaky, great soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it does. Such a good soundtrack, Very good soundtrack, dude. yeah. I mean, that was like the Black Keys rebirth when they when they, when they were like, true. dude, yep. oh, man, this is what I'm talking about. Vibes are high. Uh, yo, Kenny, by the way, great dog in the background, dude. Oh, thanks, man. Snacks just chilling. <laughs> He's ready to leave already. 
<laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get into this. Let's let's start off. We got a lot to talk about today. Hold so on. much. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Hold on. Bless us ceremoniously. Okay, yeah, continue. Dude. Let's go. Hell yeah. So, a lot of good music came out this week. I, I put it on our What the Fuck We've Been Listening To. Maybe one of the best new music Fridays in a while. Uh, David had a great social media moment this weekend. He put his top five Led Zeppelin songs out there. And what I was trying to tell you before, David, I liked your list. I, I didn't even see that many people telling you, like, in classic fashion, like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. I thought it was pretty, like, civil conversation. Yeah. What sparked the Zeppelin conversation? So it was on. This was on Saturday, was it? Yeah. Or Sunday? I, it was this weekend, and it was. We've had. I mean, Chicago's known for being cold and all that, but um, we've had an unseasonably cold spring. It's been in like the low forties. Right now, it should be like minimum sixty degrees. Yeah. And on Saturday morning, I was going to do the Peloton, not to brag, and I'm like, no, what? I'm just going to go for a run instead. And uh, because it was beautiful outside, it was like mid 60s. I went for a run and I'm like, all right, what am I going to listen to? What am I going to listen to? What am I? I'm like, all right, heard that. And I'm for whatever reason, I just hadn't listened to Led Zeppelin in fucking forever. And I would say they're probably my number two favorite band ever after Sublime. And uh, I know most of their their work, like song by song verbatim. So I I got back and I fired off the tweet without even putting a, a cent of thought into it. And it wasn't, it was like, once people started really getting into the tweet, um, there was a couple songs I was like, fuck, that's actually in my top five. That yeah. would be in my top five. So, um, but I will stand by that Stairway to Heaven, while I do think it's a great song, I understand its relevance and history and people love it. It's, I don't think it's one of their best five songs. I really don't. I think the I guitar agree. solo is like fucking unbelievable. But like the whole buildup, it's like slow. Like, I don't know. But to each their own and i but my list was objectively you can't argue with it well let's think. go over it real quick so number five you had what is and what should never be zeppelin two or yep. second song great fucking song good times bad times zeppelin one i just love the like don don't yeah it's a banger and it's one don't, of the only don't. original songs on zeppelin one uh ramble on can't argue i mean ramble on's amazing uh, Misty Mountain Hop, which we just covered, Foxshot did like two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you said that. I, I would do you have video of it because I would love we to do. see your yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what happened was our other guitar player, Eric, my cousin, left the band. It was his last show. Uh, he's the biggest Led Zeppelin fan on earth. And we said, What do you want to cover? And he said, Misty Mountain Hop. And we were all like, Okay, well, there's 50 other Zeppelin songs. It would be easier to do, but sure, let's do Misty Mountain Hop. Erica sang it. It was awesome because we had the organ going too. Like, we had oh, the yeah. whole lineup, dude. Sick cover. And your number one, which was the one that people were getting on you about, Fool, uh, Fool in the Rain. One I of the greatest it. drum tracks of all. Dude. Yeah, you sent me that. So I had never in my entire life, and obviously whoever listens to the show and you guys all know I'm not musically inclined. Uh, I had never listened to a single song, just the drum tracks like that. And it was such a, like, I could follow the, I could follow it. And like, if I wouldn't, if you wouldn't have been told me it was Fool in the Rain, I wouldn't have gotten to like, the solo towards the yeah. end of the song. I could pick yep. that out, but I was like, I would have been like, but it was really cool perspective to, at the same time. It was like a learning yeah. experience for me. I mean, dude, honestly, I didn't hate the list. I thought it was a strong list. One of your stronger lists that I've seen. I have a completely different list. I'm sure Kenny will as well. And we have a couple friends that are stopping by too. Uh, one of my favorite guitar players, Raul from the band, The Expendables, friends of the program they've been on, came by, gave a really great list of his top five. And then Katie Feeney, 
great friend of the program. Yep. Uh, she's known as Roberta Faceplant on stage. Came by and gave her top five because she texted me on the side and said, we got to talk about Dave's list. So she came through, gave hers. I had so many people text me and be like, yo, tell your boy he missed this song. Yo, tell your boy he missed this song. So That's dude, the best part about Zeppelin, though, is they're so fucking deep. Like, yeah. you could take those five songs, push them aside, have another five songs, and you wouldn't be able to argue that either. And they'd be, you know, 10 totally different songs. I don't think one person would have the exact same list. Not Kenny, one can person. I ask, Kenny, can I ask you a question? Is there of course, any my other, bro. You can always ask me a question. Is there any other band in history where you could argue that all four members are the best at what they did respectively? Like, you could argue that John ah. Bonham's the greatest drummer. You could argue that Robert Plant's yeah. the greatest Okay, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going. No, yeah, yeah. You could you're argue right. Jimmy Page. And then John Paul Jones is one of the most underrated musicians of all time, in my no, opinion. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I would I say mean, Plant's the only one you can argue. But I'm, I'm saying, like, Robert Plant... They're not no the only band like that, but they are a band where you can argue each of the individual yeah, members yeah, are yeah. one of the best of their abilities. I That's guess if you're talking in a awesomely. modern era... Chili Peppers. I mean, in the last 30 years, you could argue Kiedis is the best frontman. I mean, listen, I'm a huge Chad Smith fan, but I don't know if I'd go so far to be like he's one of the best drummers of all time. His pocket is fucking... Not, I'm talking about, like, Queen. Yeah. Right? With Roger Taylor Brian and May. fucking Roger Brian, Taylor, May Brian May and Egan. Yeah. 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 That's Fred, a like, great call. That's a great that's call. A, there that are is, bands no, that like, exist that are like that, but not many. Queen might have them beat. They I, I, I got shit on for this for calling. I said Brian May. I like and and correct me if I'm wrong. From the two musicians, I think he's one of the fucking greatest guitarists ever. Well, now the, let me tell you right, why right, he's one questions. of the greatest. Well, and now Paige has the same shit. Brian May's guitar tone is one of the most recognizable. Yes. Oh yeah, guitar tones in history. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, sounded yeah. like he recorded his amplifier nine rooms away. Yes, There's the craziest dude. room tone in all of his shit, and like astrophysicist fucking his parents yep. came to see him play at Madison Square Garden and they still said he should go back to college like he just Jesus. Brian May's fucking G yeah I, I I've gone down Brian May rabbit holes on Wikipedia before which I was gonna say Wikipedia is on my guest list for later don't let me forget we'll, we'll um, get into that we'll get into that and we're gonna get um, deeper into the Zeppelin conversation too I, we're going on tangents now. I get fired up when I, you know what it is. And Kenny, I know you're not white, but you basically are white. <laughs> um, you're you're ambiguously racial. Yeah, if that's the right way to put it. Ambiguously um, brown. White dudes, and <laughs> I'm stealing this from PFT. They just love ranking things. Oh, it's a fact. It's a fact. white dudes just love ranking things. There are certain things that certain races do, and white people love top fives. They Yo, love but to rank white exactly. people yeah. love Zeppelin and white people love Sublime. So Dave, you're right. <laughs> fucking in the moon. Dave's the first. Hey, Dude, I, the I, like, so I was partially uh, not worried, but uh, expecting Kenny to shit talk Zeppelin some way, somehow. And I know yeah, they I have, you haven't even asked me anything about Zeppelin yet. Other than yeah, okay, qualifications. Kenny, now, listen, we're not going to, we're going to save our list for the end, but go ahead. Give me a rundown on your Zeppelin opinion. Okay, so my opinion, yeah, well, where do I begin? <laughs> I love Zeppelin. I do. I respect the fuck out of Zeppelin. I do. I grew up on Zeppelin. I did. Do I give a fuck about Zeppelin? Not really. Not oh. like, not to the point where they're like, oh my fucking God. And you know why? God damn it. It's like the fucking Beatles where people are like the musicians in our fucking circle, right? They're like, oh, fucking Beatles stones. This isn't that. I'm the best man in the world. Like you make me not care anymore. And same with Zeppelin. And I come from redneck Florida where yeah. white rednecks ruin 
most things. Facts. They ruined beer. They ruined Zeppelin. They ruined Skinner. They ruined skateboarding. Like, you just see, they're like, yeah, man, fucking Zeppelin, bro. And you're like, okay, you drunk fuck. Like, so my <laughs> mind correlates a lot of that. Now, I'm a Crosby Stills guy, a Nisley Brothers guy, a fucking Hendrix. Like, I'm in that era, and I know a lot about that era. Is Zeppelin, like, one of my favorite bands of all time? Fuck no. Do I respect uh, them? Do I know the lyrics to their 10 most popular songs? Of course I do. See, do I hate it. fucking Greta Van Fleet? Yes. Yes. Big I time. Yes, I do. I know Dave likes Greta Van Fleet. And I, mean, I will say, last thing is that, before, because we're not talking about my picks, I got to open for Robert Plant when he was doing the Allison Krauss tour. What? Fucking cunt. Like, the respect. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I love Zeppelin. I do. But, like, I'm not a fucking bleeding heart fuck. Like, most most people who, who like, just want to be cool and like rock and roll. Bro, d- first off, never told us about Zeppelin before. You never told us about opening for Robert Plant before. I thought I did at Bonnaroo. No! We never oh, talked about that. It happened. Have I ever told you just my Robert Plant story? When I, my first I meeting so. I ever took in Nashville. I think uh, you, I think you have, but I, do it again. I, yeah. So I, I, I was like 23. Like I had just gone to Nashville for the first time and somebody had set me this meeting up with this dude and they were like, he's a record label owner. He's super rich. Like, just go talk to him. He just wants to meet you and talk to you. I sent him your songs. He likes them. I go to this dude's house. It's in Brentwood, which is like the richest neighborhood in Nashville. And I go and I, I walk in the back door and it's a fucking giant studio in the house. He's not even in there yet. And he walks in and he's like a ri- like rich old like credit card hippie. You can tell. Like he's like, a, like at one time he was a hippie, but now he's just super rich. Like he was in like Birkenstocks and like a, a blazer. So like I, I, I know what you t- Yeah. It's a cool dude, right? We're having a conversation. And then I look over to the right and there's a big picture of Allison Krauss, Robert Plant and him. And I was like, holy shit. Like, did you work on that record? Because I didn't know he had done that yet. And he goes, yeah. I, like, engineered the whole thing. And I was like, what? And, and I was like, where'd you do that? And he was like, you're sitting in the room that we did it in. So the room that they cut the Robert Plant Alice and Krauss record in was where I had my first meeting in Nashville. I also went on to make an ass out of myself that day because while we're having the meeting, this super hot, like, 25-year-old chick knocks on the door. And uh, she's this like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, hey, is so-and-so there? And I was like, uh, yeah. And she was like, oh, I'll come back in a minute. And he was in the, in the bathroom or something and walked back out and he heard the knock on the door. He's like, who was that? And I was like, uh, it was like this like younger girl, probably her daughter or something like that. And he goes, Asian girl? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, it's my girlfriend, dude. And I was like, fuck, I blew it. I was like, no. That's all, like, oh, man. Oh, man. I can so, grab the awkwardness out of the air from that. But he was cool as fuck. He was like, yeah, it's cool, dude. It happens all, all the time. All y'all can say at that point is, well. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, well. yeah. Play it off next time. Be like, dude, good for you, man. I was like already sweating bullets being yeah, in that yeah, room. Yeah. And I was like on a burnt CD of my demos, like playing them off there. And he's He'd like, be like, oh, well, I'd feel, I feel less bad than if I told you I think your daughter's hot. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. What if I would have been like this fucking smoke show? Yeah, you like, yo, that's my daughter. Like, oh, so that's like, my you daughter. You're yeah. welcome. It went okay. But like, dude, first off, that Robert Plant, Allison Krauss record is amazing. But I think we're getting sidetracked here. We're going to get into the Zeppelin conversation later on down the line. I think it's interesting that Kenny's on, not on the outside, but like not the biggest Zeppelin guy. I know me and Dave are both diehard Zeppelin guys. So Yeah, diehard. We'll get into the other list. We'll get into that. But real quick, before we move into anything else, Kenny, I want to I bring something up here. We're on the positive note, right? Not the player haters ball this week. You got some love know. today on social media from our boys, Congos. They, I did? Yeah, oh, it was yesterday, and you guys were tweeting back and forth at each other. Oh, they yeah. said, 
Yeah, responsible. They were like taking, they were like this new, you know, era that we're in is so great and everything. And the, he's like, as much as it pains me to do it, I want to give credit to Kenny Carkey because he's really leading the way in a lot of these places. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what, Kenny, you are kind of like, I think we're all doing a good job personally of like introducing new ideas and how to be a fucking artist, an independent artist specifically. But Kenny, my question is one, why wouldn't you take any credit? You should have stunned it on those guys. And two, well, what's the future? Because like, like I said, we're on a positive tip here. Like, do you, you see the future changing for independent artists and shit like that? Like, do you think dude, it's the streaming and the podcast and stuff like that? Yeah, I think it's it's been this way, coming this way for 15 years of not needing a label slant slash not needing a boss, right? Um, first off, with the Congos thing, I don't even know if they're being fucking serious. Like That's our feud part. goes, yeah, our feud goes so deep. Like, yo, they give me a compliment. I'm like, fuck you. I know you're fucking with me. And then also I didn't see the videos before that one. Cause I only saw the one that I was tagged in. Yeah. So I didn't get the whole, like, I know we talk shit, but like, I got to be real for a second. All I saw was, I want to give credit to Kenny Carkey and immediately I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. you fucks. I'm going to get you back. Cause I'm always hopping like on their, Dude, I'm on their Twitch all the time, just like asking the worst questions and doing just the best trolling shit. Them. About, well, I wanted to go back to that vibe of being yourself, right? Like everybody, I have a grill. I got my ears pierced. I'm wearing white sunglasses. I'm fucking there. Like <laughs> be your fucking self. Like be yourself. And I'll give credit to Mr. Max Collins, singer of Eve Six and the singer of my band Fitness. I think both of us kind of how do I even say it? I think both of us had an epiphany because we both come from bands that we had to care about, right? And then we made Fitness, which had no holds barred. We do whatever we want, say whatever we want, don't care. Yeah. And we both fell in love with that vibe and we kept pushing it and pushing it, like making mistakes on purpose, on stage, talking shit about the headlining band on stage. Like we kept pushing it and it kind of just became a thing. And then the Congos, they brought us out on tour and they got in on the joke and to meet another band that didn't take it so fucking seriously. It's not a serious thing. We play music. Kill exactly. the fuck out. Like, it's like when you see like athletes who take things too seriously and you're like, dude, you are getting paid 25 million. It's like Baker Mayfield today. Did you see Baker Mayfield? He said, uh, I want to go to an office building and <laughs> yell at someone in their cubicle while they're working and watch them melt down. Basically saying like, they can boo me at my job. Why can't I boo them? And it's like, but you make... 30 million dollars a year to play a game that we played as kids in our backyard like it's not that serious bro no it's, it's like who fucking care the when we did that tour with the congos we did two big tours of the congos we got more attention and more social outreach from that shit talking than anything we had ever done before because people wanted to get in on the joke. They wanted to get in on the community. You look at people like Oliver fucking Stone, who nobody's seen tree, out of character. Tree, 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 Oliver Tree. Oh, Tree. What did I say? <laughs> Oliver Stone. Stone. <laughs> oh, Oliver Tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. But, like, how fucking incredible is it that this guy creates a comedic character so good nobody's seen him out of character. He's shit-talking Logan Paul. He got a cease and desist from Little Nas X and posted about it being like, thank you so much. And like, he's, I mean, God, it's incredible. And he's huge. He's huge. Bro, I'm saying this right now. I'm going to pull my Kanye moment real quick. Watch this interview, interview back in three years. We're fucking ahead of the curve, dude. 
We were, I think we're a little bit ahead of the curve. Kenny, you're laughing. I'm dead serious. I Yo, think we're, we're the bit best the to curve. ever do it. Top five, maybe six at least. Dead or alive, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, <laughs> this is funny because the way I look at it is in this whole thing, right? Look at the way comedians do it. They, they all have their Patreons and all this shit, and they're not controlled by anybody. They literally have their own careers in their hands why they can say wild shit on their podcast and why they sell out everywhere they go. Bro, the game is changing. The game's changing. It's, it really is. And apparently, Kenny's at the forefront of it. So, Kenny Carkey. Yeah, I got you guys. Why do you think I'm here? <laughs> cheers to you, dog. Cheers to Dave Williams, too, dude. I, Dave, I love There's your fucking face. cheers me about that. Though. What are you talking about, dude? There's so much to choose. This I'm as mediocre as possible. You're not mediocre, Dave. Oh, see, Dave still cares about his job. So, that's the problem. Dave, no, no. Only because I have to. Oh, no. I'll get there. I'm working at it, Kenny. I promise I'm working at it. No, Dave. Dave. Dave cares about his job, but I don't, I don't like. It's different though. Dave is who Dave is. I say this to anybody that I meet that knows about White Sox, Dave, and I'm like, he's the same person on the camera, off the camera. It's not a shtick, dude. He is who he is, and that's why he's successful at what he does. And Dave, I know it makes you awkward to hear nice things. I know it does. I don't like I don't, it. I love yeah. that. <laughs> this is like why it. you fit perfectly where you work, dude. Because you're so used to getting shit on all the time. This is the anti-player haters club today, dude. We're fucking have it's it's for the boys, man. I love this. I'm show. better at hating things though. I know, I know. We, you know what? Maybe I'll unlock it. We can, we okay. can hate a little. Deal. Let, let's let's hate it. Let's hate a little bit. Let's hate. Um. All right. Well, real quick then. Let's go into to music news and the new releases. Because last week I said this this past week was one of the strongest weeks for new releases in a long time. We had new Pusha T featuring Jay Z, produced by Pharrell. Neck and wrist. This shit was incredibly hot. Great Jay Z verse. Kenny, did you hear it? Of course I did. And What'd you of think? course it's incredible. It's inc- I I loved it. I mean, it, I, it's like I played it on a thousand in my truck yeah. and just had the best time fucking going. It makes me so excited to hear new music that I fucking love. Bro, there was so much of it this past week. I'm serious, dude. We got a new Vince Staples album. We got a new Schoolboy Q song that sounds like old Schoolboy Q. I'm talking groovy Q, ignorant shit. This It was so hot. And then we got new Action Bronson, who if you want to talk about people who's doing their own thing, Action Bronson is rapping over jazz samples mixed with door samples produced by Alchemist. He's in his music video. He's one of my like, favorites of all time. That voice is fucking so the voice is incredible, but the coolest part is he's doing music videos where he's boogie boarding in a psychedelic wave, and then there's like planes dropping bombs on him. You want to talk about somebody who like did he's in he's leading the curve. My man has cooking shows, my man has cookbooks, he has weightlifting shows now. He has shows where he gets high and watches ancient aliens in front of a green. That's my favorite one. That is have, have you ever seen awesome. that? I have not, but I am so in Yo, on that. Dave, here comes a link, son. Yo, it it, it was a show. Oh, this is right. That's like what I fall asleep to at night is like documentaries on Area 51 and shit. Like, this is Bro. my jam. It is like six dudes, and they have like special guests come in. So mm-hmm. it's Action Bronson and his boy Big Body Best, who's one of the funniest motherfuckers yep. alive. And it's like Alchemist, Earl Sweatshirt will be in there, Tyler the Creator will be in there, and they all just get fucking stoned and watch Ancient Aliens. But Ancient Aliens is playing behind them on a giant green screen. So, like, they are just spaced out of their brains. It's fucking hilarious. Big shout dude, out to Action You got to watch it. I want to wa- pull some of it up. Yeah, but pull it's, some of it off, dude. Yo, here I go. Give me a second. It's going to take 12 all seconds. Right, take, take your time, dude. But no, Bronson is real big leading the charge. 
real big leading the charge. So we had a great week in hip hop on the rock side. We got the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album, which I have gone through and listened. Super happy with what I heard. Dave, yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. it's a really good record, dude. Really. Oh, here it is. Ancient Aliens. What? Do I ever cross your mind? Ah! This has nothing to do with ancient aliens. We're getting way off track. We're going to have to get it together. Is that a hood? What's the deal with that, Shabu? What's a hood? You killed Alchemist! Oh! <laughs> Yo, you don't even need to see anymore. That's the I'm in. I'm sold. It's, it, it's, like, it's like stoner shit meets like adult swim. Like It's like a perfect... It, uh, Kenny, do you get high and watch Action Bronson watching Ancient Aliens? I can watch them all day long. It's so good. So good, dude. Oh, my God. But yeah, uh, like I said, back to the Red Hot Chili Peppers record. You were right. Both of you are right. Really good. Freshanti was a breath of fresh air. The whole record's really warm. Rick Rubin did a great job on the production. Big shout out. I still think Anthony Kiedis gets a little weird with the voices sometimes. That Black Summer song, he sounds like a pirate to me. Yo, like, speaking of being on vibes, I have a shout out. Go ahead. Oh, a little toast. Here we go. So Freshanti in the Guitar Player magazine, the new one, named his four favorite modern guitar players. One of them is Zach Irons, my boy, who played with us in AWOL Nation. And I mean, like, granted, he grew up with, with Frishanti, but to be called one of Frishanti's four favorite guitar players currently, and the way he describes him and how he plays a right-handed kid who plays left-handed because it's cooler. I didn't know It's that. like, dude, he plays shirtless with tube socks and long hair. It's just so good. Anyways, I had to throw that out. Also, I do love the new record, and that's a weird thing for me to say Someone who's been sick of the Chili Peppers forever. Yep. Love the new record, Black Summer. The first song off the record is the best song on the record. The rest of them are good, but that one is fucking classic RHCP. So good. Yeah, Dave, as a diehard Chili Peppers guy, what was your overall opinion of the record? Yeah, I've listened to it uh, when it came out a little over a week ago. Yeah. I probably listened to it four or five times. It's, it's Nothing blows me away about it, but I, I enjoyed it, and I will enjoy it forever. There we go. But it, I, mean, I wasn't like, holy fucking shit. It was just like, it was great chili peppers. Poor Klinghoffer. I mean, not really poor Klinghoffer because fuck him, but like, I was, I mean, he wasn't in the Howard Stern interview that they gave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or they're just like, you know, he's like, I just had this epiphany and blah, blah, blah. We wanted John back and this, this, and that. And then we made it happen. You're like, so like, just fuck off, Klinghoffer. So, Bro, and look, it's like, it's like being a stepdad and then. The real yeah. dad comes back and the, the parents fall back in love. Like, it is what it is. Like, you knew what you were when you came in. You were never going to be the permanent member. There was a really cool interview with um, Anthony Kiedis and Zane Lowe from, uh, from Apple Music where, you know, he asked them point blank, like, what, what, what was it like? Because you guys have been in and out of each other's lives now for, like, 20 years. Like, because that's how long Frashanti's been kind of in and out. And he was like, we both kind of just grew up and we figured it out. And like, there was a lot of substances involved. We got cleaned. And then we found out like later on down the line, it was time to come back. I love that. I didn't, I should have known this because it seems like pretty basic general knowledge, but I didn't know that the lyrics for Under the Bridge were written for years before the music was ever put to it. I didn't know that. Apparently they were looking for the last track off that debut record. Or that was like their second, no, it was their debut record. Um, and Ruben was like, what else do you got? What else do you got? What else do you got? And he's going through Kiedis' journals and shit. And Kiedis like, I don't have anything. We used everything. It's fucking bullshit. And Ruben found Under the Bridge a poem called Under the Bridge in the back of it. It's like, what's this? And they started fucking with it for a couple weeks in the studio. And that's how that came to be. But I was like, yo, that's pretty tight to know. Kenny, can I ask you a question as a songwriter? Yeah. How often do you write a song 
and then you can't finish, you don't have a bridge or you don't have a, a, your chorus isn't hitting right. And then you go through a lyric book or just notes you had. And you're like, I could Frankenstein that and put that into this. And then it winds up being a great, like I do that constantly. Yeah. I'm always writing down phrases or things that I hear in my notes app. My band phone. names. So when I'm band, looking for band something, names. I scroll through and I was like, oh, I had this idea to write a song about a, a yearbook or whatever the fuck it is. You're like, okay, cool. I love shit like that, man. Goddamn. All right, good for the Chili Peppers. Uh, also, on the rock side, we got New Mondo Cosmo, who's a Philly hero of mine, has a great new record out. He got notes on it from Springsteen, and there's a co-writing credit from Bob Dylan on there. This dude went from cutting lawns five years ago to writing with his heroes. I think that's amazing, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Josh Ostrander because that record's really good. Um, also, Wet Leg. Kenny, you're, you're late on the Wet Leg run. Dude, first off, Dave, have you ever heard of Wet Leg? I have not, but Mark Roberts just texted me. What'd he say? Uh, he's taking the guitar back. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, yo, FaceTime him right now and just don't tell him we're here. Yo, just write back, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, but he's genuinely like the nicest dude I've ever yeah. met. If it was anybody else, I'd be like, fuck off, it's mine. And that's the thing. Some of these nice people, they have 0% comedy in them. That's the no, one. Mark has comedy in him. But Mark also, dude, Mark's a funny guy. Also, I just want to say, I'm also in his good graces right now because Mark is uh, helping me on the new Foxtrot record. He's, uh, I'm, I'm sending him all the new demos. He's going to start picking through things. So um, I love that. Shout out Mark Robert. Uh, but yo, Wet Leg, Dave, I'm going to send you this song when we get done. The song is called, it reads Chase Lounge, like the part of the couch, but it's pronounced mm-hmm. Chase Long. It's the most fun rock song I've heard in years. It feels like 2002 New York. Okay. That record is so fucking good. And Chase Long, they, I was listening to like an interview they did. That, they said that song was never meant for human consumption. It was a joke that wound up being our biggest song. And Kenny, it goes back to you. Sometimes when you don't press and you don't care, good shit happens. It's crazy. Oh, it's sale. sale. Yeah, it's dude, you stoned. <laughs> for fun. Had no ambitions at all. And, you know, 10 million records later. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> long ago, like, like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm late to the party because, you know, I did listen to them because I'd seen a lot of people talk about them. Uh, and I've been big over the last year or two on bands like, squid or viagra boys or sleaford mods that kind of old school like you said that's who i was asking you about the other day was sleaford mods one of of my top five favorite bands i think of all time dude i was asking you about them in a side text the other day and you like couldn't think of their names i'm like dude their their english accent is so thick i can't understand a fucking word they're saying gutter punk from the uk but like drum machine and a bass guitar that's it and then this guy who's like fucking tarantula it's like <laughs> incredible anyway wet leg gives me a lot of those like baseline heavy drum machine kind of vibes and uh the fact that it's female fronted almost i think it's the whole band is for our females almost yeah the drummer's a dude but it's like the two it. I, it's it's so good and that song like I got my degree. Like, it's just so good. The song rules. Dude, they went to school and they got the big D. That's a great line. <laughs> That's a very good subversive line, dude. I love that. Um, but yeah, shout out to Wet Leg. Great week for rock and roll. Also, you know what? Here's my hate moment. I brought this up on the Instagram the other day. The new Jack White album, which, Kenny, I'm taking a line from you. Don't really care. I love Jack White. Don't really care about the new record. I got a bone to pick with music journalism. When you're describing an album, why do you need to use some big convoluted fucking word or something that makes you sound intelligent? 
because I'm sure you guys have seen this. I've been bitching about it all week. But Consequence of Sound reviewed Jack White's new album and called it Skronky. Skronky? Skronky. What the fuck is Skronky? Okay. (laughs) Just shut up, you nerds. Like, this is what I mean. Like, yo, Rolling Stone is dying. Consequence of Sound is dying. Also, I don't know if you saw this today. I don't like this dude, Mod Son. Uh, he's like one of those, like, um, you know who I'm talking about. They they tweeted this big thing out there. It was an article they wrote that said, who the fuck is Mod Son? Question mark. Who is Avril Lavigne's new fiance? Which, by the way, that's a weird couple, but whatever. And Mod Son quote tweeted and said, I've been in your magazine five times, you dickheads. And I was like, yo, that's actually a great response. I love that. But my point is, music journalism needs to fucking loosen up a little bit. It's like how uh, at Barstool, you guys always talk about Big J journalists. The big J's got to chill the fuck out, dude. It's yeah, not that and, deep. And on the note of not caring, um, I forget what the exact quote was. Some some anti-barstool fucking lunatic was ranting about me the Ew. other day. This was like two, three days ago. So eventually someone tagged me in the tweet, and this guy that I've had long-standing issues with, just a psychopath on, on the internet, uh, you guys, I actually, it was the same guy that Kenny responded LOL to. I started going oh, back to it. We're not saying his name. We're not. We're not. But um, we started going back and forth again. And uh, someone's, someone, this chick from Milwaukee, who's a White Sox fan, someone's like, you're a shitty journalist. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you fucking nailed it. You think? You like, I can hardly spell my own name, you moron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. It's like, Maybe tell I- me you don't know me without telling me you don't know me. You know, Bro, maybe that's the gap that we fill in music journalism's quote unquote, just the people who don't do that shit. Also, these barstool people don't know what the like, anti barstool people don't know what they're getting into with Kenny. They have no idea. I can't Kenny, I, like Kenny's going to warp these people's brains. I, I hope like, see, I'm, I'm different because I, I embrace confrontation and I'm like when especially when it comes to that shit, I'm like one of those flies that is that buzz into the purple light things. In like rednecks' backyards. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Kim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's bug zapper. It's yeah, like, bug zappers. Like I can't avoid them. Like I know I shouldn't go in there. I know it's bad for me, but like I'm just flying directly to it, like <laughs> crash course. And uh, like Kenny's the opposite, though. Like Kenny just like fucks with people and like doesn't care. Like I I care so much that I will never ever not get the last word in. If you comment twice, you lost. Mm. Every single, single time, yeah. LOL or the don't care. Or Bro. my new one is totally. It's my new one. <laughs> that, do a paragraph long fucking tweet about this all shit and I'm just totally. Dude, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. most passive aggressive thing yeah, you yeah. can possibly say. Totally. Oh my <laughs> God. That's basically hitting somebody with a yo, that's crazy in a story. Yeah, like, they're, oh, they're, yo, hey. that's crazy. I'm that's going to be. Placator. I'm the worst placator. Man, dude. You keep placating, Kenny. See what happens, dude. Uh, but yeah, dude, a great week for releases. I also just want to give a shout out to Harry Styles. I talked about it last week. I, so I've been running that song constantly. It's so good. He's it's, he's good, man. He's so great. good. He's so good. And I've said this a million times before, but dude, if my wife wanted to leave me for Harry Styles, like, what could I do you, about that? You, you have my blood. Hey, you're you're married to that girl that Harry Styles Harry is Styles, pursuing, dude. But I mean, like, there's just nothing I can do to stop that. The you just got to give her your blessing and, and wish her well. Have fun, dude. Good luck. Best of luck in jolly old England. Uh, but yeah, so great week for releases. I'm on an all-time high on that. Uh, other music stories. We never talked about this, uh, but Kenny, I want your opinion on this. So 
Doja Cat, who we talked about last week throwing her vape, is still on record saying she is quitting music, which I really don't think she is, but it brings up an interesting conversation. She's quitting because basically fans have taken things too far. These, like, stan armies and shit like that, like, they've gone too far into her own life. She can't deal with it anymore. Has the barrier broken down too far now between fans and, and like, the, especially those fan groups and shit like that and these big artists and they have their stands and stuff like that? The mystery's gone. Like, I think it's, like, it needs to go back a little bit where we don't know everything about everybody. Yeah, but, I mean, that it's the mistakes of the artists that put themselves in those positions. How many celebrities do you know that you never fucking hear about? People are only heard about when they want to be fucking heard about, and that's the end of the story. Mm. Your face is all over the news or press or talking or Twitter or whatever the fuck it is. It's because you fucking want it there. That's fair. I mean, that's, I didn't think about that. Fuck you, dog. Yeah, I, I guess that's true, and I guess it's also a thing where if you play into celebrity like that, you kind of ask for it. So I guess it's kind of on the artists and the fans. There are plenty of A-list musicians and actors that you never fucking hear about their personal life ever. That's fair. Yeah, that might be a thing where yeah, she might she she wanted to be in that cult of celebrity and then it went up backfiring on her. Well, it's like too fucking bad. You took the lid off that bottle. Yeah, the the genie, the monkey only comes out of the bottle. He doesn't go back in. Dave, you're expected the fuck out of Terry. I'm, I'm muted. You said no. I said, what's your opinion? Oh, I thought you said you're muted. Um, I respected the fuck out of Taylor Swift forever because of that. It seemed like she was really good at keeping on the DL yeah, in, in spite true. of being just a mega, mega star. Yeah, I mean, but she also, she nowadays kind of plays into that cult of celebrity. Yeah, she like does. That. She does. Is, the, the whole celebrity thing is so icky to me. I don't know. That's the only word. And Albert apologized. That, I hate it. Oh, yeah, that was corny. Well, she has a whole different fan group that scares me because she has them at her fingertips. Like, she's the puppet master, and she's, like, she does things with, like, ulterior motives. I could go on. Once again, we're not hating today. We're not hating today. She's a very talented artist, and she's super talented. That's all I'm going to get into. But, no, I thought that was... If she's going to go, then I guess she's going to go, but you kind of backed yourself into a corner there, I guess. Also, fans are weird. I want to point that out. Kenny, you said you've had some weird interactions with fans. I mean, tons of them. When, like, when people are giving you... Like homemade boxes with pictures of like you and your girlfriend's face cut out and glued to it. And like they know everything about your girlfriend and their parents and your dogs and your stuff and your thing. It gets gets a little crazy, you know, when you see the same faces in the front row for 18 shows in a row, no matter which city you're in across the country. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It gets crazy to the point where like I went I went to go eat the first like cupcakes that a fan made for us or whatever. And I remember Christopher Thorne, guitar player in Blind Melon, who was also one of the original guitar players in AWOL. I didn't know that. Cupcake straight out of my hand as it was going on. He goes, you can't fucking eat those. And I go, why? I want a fucking cupcake. He goes, you don't know what you did. And then he told me stories of like people putting crazy. It's not. And then like. You have, we had to start using aliases at hotels and different sh- – and you get off the airplane, and there they are. It does get weird, you know. Yeah. So, dude, yeah. I went to a Dave Matthews concert. So Alpine Valley, that's where Stevie Ray Vaughan died. Uh, Clapton right. – did you guys – Kenny, you probably never played. That's more like country music. Yeah, I don't recognize it. It's like a big uh, outdoor so, amphitheater, right? It's an outdoor amphitheater. It's like the Midwest version of uh, Red Rocks. Wait, it's, outdoor, it's, it's right over the border of Illinois and Wisconsin. So from to get here from Chicago, it's like maybe an hour and a half drive. And if you grew up in the Chicago suburbs, it's like a rite of passage to go see Dave Matthews at Alpine Valley. And we were staying at this like shitty fucking $30 a night Nikita Inn because we were like <laughs> broke ass high school and college kids, you know. And there was this dude that had to have been 
I would say 45 years old. He told me he had 11 kids, like hair down to his ass, just as hippie as can be smoking. the. It, it was like a cigar. It was a cigar. It wasn't a spliff either. It was like straight weed. Uh, he, he hadn't missed the Dave Matthews show. And I forget how, I mean, this is 15 or 18 years ago now, but um, he said he hadn't missed a Dave Matthews show in like years. He follows the band Jesus. everywhere. I thought that was the weirdest thing I had ever heard in my life. That is weird. Like I would, if I were Dave Matthews or, or Carter Beaufort or whoever, like I would have been like, dude, keep your eye on that guy. Yeah. Idolizing dude. anybody is a weird thing. Look at I agree, dude. Enjoying and, and liking like that's one. Dude, thing. It's the truest him. thing on earth, man. Like I've gotten to know a bunch of the White Sox players now. And these are guys like growing up. I fucking idolized. I don't anymore. Like not because yeah. I don't like them or anything, but they're the, they're, they're people. They're, they're fucking people. normal people. They're all, they're getting all- to know Portnoy and everything. Yeah, I dude, I, I idolizing people freaks me out. I don't know what like that's like a like you're not like you're not cool in your own skin. Like I get like I love Bruce, but like I I don't I wouldn't say I idolize him. I, he's just someone I love and respect. Like you know, it's not like I like follow the guy around. Like like the world, our industry spins because of fans. You know what I mean? Like without fans, the music industry doesn't exist. But it gets weird, like swim fan mm-hmm. type vibes, like to where it's like people outside your window dude there is a fucking unbelievable rap song about this stan stan yeah exactly dude remember duddy b came on and he was talking about um when somebody like found his address online and then stole or brought him a cactus and left it on his porch that oh yeah that's right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's fucked up dude that's fucked up i got my number leaked one time and i started getting calls like every 30 seconds and dave got that too i had to put it i ate it it happened fucking yesterday so i'm i just got a new fucking i hope i have this fucking number but oh yeah I, i do i will um so this this it's a detroit area code had been since may of 2021 so i'll give it since a year and he he would just be like white socks suck just shit like and I would ignore it like I didn't block the number or anything, and uh, so after the QSAC thing goes white socks played great last night oh wait I blame you for being a complete and utter distraction, then he's he starts like really starting to shit talk I me mean, he lay, lays into me so all I did was Google his number, fucking works at Berkshire Hathaway, what? and uh, I he's got his law degree and everything I got his picture I'm not gonna blast the kid completely but i'm like hey dude if you're gonna be a cunt on the internet make sure you hide your little digital footprint a little better and then i sent him a picture of his like the the boss or partner or whatever at his law firm he's like okay game's over and my last text to him sure thing well my last text didn't uh didn't go through to him because it didn't say like delivered or whatever so no he blocked me yeah because i sniffed him out yeah Oh, how the tables have turned. Dude, oh, that's a good tables. Oh, how the turn. Uh, dude, I'm like, I'm relent. Like Kenny would just be like, LOL. And yeah. like, ne- like never care. I, I have to care. I would I, like walk my dick to that satisfaction <laughs> of ruining him. Dave has to go fuck that guy's wife and then send a, send him a picture in bed. Like that, I that's, s- I swear to Christ. I, 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 ha- I don't have any clue if he's even married. I didn't go that deep into this guy. I swear to God, I had the image of me banging his wife in his head and just sending him the picture. I swear to God. I'm in your head now, dude. I know how you nah, think. Now you're getting me all fired up. Oh uh, No, no hate I, today. Like, I lived it for this shit. No hate today. 
Um, all right, question. Should we go into on list off list or go into the Zeppelin conversation and then get on the list on the list off the way out? Let's uh let's bust let's do the uh their top fives first. All right, cool. So we're gonna start out. Here are Katie Feeney and Raul from the Expendables top five Zeppelin lists. Yeah! How you feeling? Yeah! You feel all right? All right, first up, she's a friend of the program. And her stage name is Roberta Faceplant, so she couldn't. She had to be the first person we ask about this. But we have Katie Feeney here to discuss her top five Led Zeppelin songs. First off, Katie, how are you? Man, I haven't seen you since Underground Arts. It's awesome to see you. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fucking great, dude. By the way, that show was incredible. You guys were amazing. Oh, uh, likewise, my man. <laughs> for all the panic attacks I had before thinking about whether or not people were going to show up, they sure did. It was a good time. It turned up and turned out. <laughs> Amen. Yes, uh, I appreciate you getting my opinion on this. I actually used to have a Led Zeppelin cover band that I fronted for like, uh, that was a good run. I mean, it was like three or four years. What? With, uh, yeah, that's why I was like, I have strong opinions on this. Uh, I've sung all these songs. So, <laughs> Katie, we value your opinion very highly. So I'm going to start this before we get into your list. What is your favorite Led Zeppelin album? See that stuff, but I knew you'd ask me that, and I'm gonna go with two. That's um, my favorite Zeppelin album. Yeah, too. I mean, just like start to finish, that's my favorite. There's some other songs that you know, obviously, there's a lot of great stuff that came off of four, and it seems like uh, me and Cowboy are both fans of uh, In Through the Outdoor. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a big Coda guy too, apparently. That's hysterical, dude. Cowboy, He's the man. that guy, He's that the guy. Man. <laughs> All right, so we agree on two being the best album. It's the perfect rock and roll album to me. My second question before we get in, do you count Heartbreaker and Live and Love and Made as one song or two? Well, they're technically two songs, but it's very weird when they get split up and I don't like it. Yes. If there's... Especially when I'm listening to the radio, I get real mad. <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> there's nothing worse than being in the radio and getting to the end of Heartbreaker and it stops and you're like, here it comes, here it comes. And then he never, and then it never comes out. And then never they recover. Play, they play like a fucking, I don't know, like a Neil Young song after that. And you're like, this doesn't make sense. You have to finish it. But all right, let's, let's skip the pleasantries here. I know give, we're going to be talking forever if we don't get to this. All right. Give me, your, give me your top five, starting at five. Starting at five. All right. And like, like I said, my favorite album is definitely two. This list doesn't really reflect that. I'll give you a little bit of my, like, I, I told you this was difficult for me, but I took it from like a singer's perspective. These are my five favorite. These were, I think, the five best to sing or whatever that I, my five best Zeppelin songs. All right. Having said that, a lot of these are songs that are ripped off from other artists. So let's go. <laughs> Number five, Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You off of one. Perfect. That's uh, probably, I don't know. That's one of his best vocals. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's the only like down tempo song I, I picked. You'll see the list picks up from here. And I also didn't repeat any on this list from any album. Okay. So like, I so those are my parameters. Uh, number four, the ocean, houses of the holy. I just that's one of my favorite songs. So number three, whole lot of love, off of two, fucking theremin solo. It rips right from the first note. You know it. You're just like, oh man, like that brings out like a whole different feeling. Whatever. Number two, this was almost number one. Uh, still reserve the right to switch them. My favorite, absolute favorite Led Zeppelin song to sing, especially when we had the band together, is Since I've Been Loving You, off of three. It's just like, that song comes on, and I'll listen to the whole, like, eight minutes of it. 
quick story. I was in a singing contest once and we had this uh, week where there was a twist. You had to say your favorite song, but I knew that I knew that I wouldn't be the one to get to sing it. So I was like, my favorite song since I've been loving you by Led Zeppelin. And like this other girl got it and she crushed it. And she won the week. And I was like, damn. <laughs> the first, that's the best. Yeah. That's the first song on your list. It's also on my list. And I'm also going by the, I appreciate that. That it can't repeat albums. It has to be. Nice. Different albums. Well, yeah, because I got stuck on it and I started writing. I'm like, well, I could do all of two or I could do all of four. Like I could do like most of three and like how, most of the house is the whole. Like so I'm saying like. Before you uh, get to your first pick, can you right. guess? Can you guess what my song off of two is? I mean, it's probably heartbreaking. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a ripoff song. It's the Lemon Song. Oh, I, 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 the Lemon Song is my honorable mention, dude. I almost put it in the list, but I was that was my no repeater thing, you know? So my number one's rock and roll. I mean, that is like the best rock and roll song in history. Uh, Can't literally. argue. Can't like, argue. <laughs> and it's a blast to do that one, like live band karaoke, because like I, I write it down, I know they'll do it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I have a high honorable mention is the Lemon Song for sure. <laughs> if Lemon Song wasn't also Killing Floor, it would probably be number one for me. But it's like it is a cover, basically. I know, and most of mine are kind of too. Like if you really think about it, but that's because you know what I mean. Like hey, like they ripped all these songs from like really good black artists right or wrong like they invented rock and roll so like but, you know yeah, yeah shout out blind black Willie Dixon. Invented rock and roll so you know what i mean like <laughs> can't argue that that's a like a repeating thing on this podcast we always Something talk about. i want to tell cowboy though is that if you're gonna pick a song from in through the outdoor it better be hot dog because that's my jam <laughs> <laughs> i cover that in my country act because i'm like this is a country song oh i forgot about oh, that. i just got in town today <laughs> i was gonna say if you're gonna pick hot dog then if you were doing four you need to pick like four Four sticks like you know <laughs> you have to pick the most obscure shit but like the band i played in like the songs that we didn't do because they're too hard that like that that people requested the most were like you know like achilles and like um we did 10 years gone which is actually a really pretty song and that's a lot of like hardcore zeppelin fans like favorite song yes um and that's it's a pretty song i like to do that one we had hundreds of responses and like there was like 10 of them that were like achilles last stand and i'm like yeah. You but fucking Zeppelin. You're just saying that because you think you're supposed to say that. That's not anyone's real. That's a Zeppelin hipster pick, dude. That's a Zeppelin <laughs> hipster pick. All right, Katie. Um, anything you want to promote before I get you out of here? Ah, we're coming up at Scoge, some kind of jam, uh, which is a huge music festival. Dopapod's one of the headliners. Ooh. It's real heady. It's in Kempton, PA, and we're opening it up on uh Thursday the 28th. So don't miss the first night of a festival. Get on out to Kempton, PA. Damn right. <laughs> Last question. Uh, yeah. Would you say Zeppelin is the greatest band of all time? They're up there for me, for sure. Like, for real, for sure. Because it's, like, as a vocalist, like, Robert Plant in the day, like, you know what I mean? Like, when someone made, someone gave me this nickname, Robert Faceplate, and I was like, I'll wear that, like, a badge of honor, because, like, that's, man, yeah, is I, up there for me. I won't say the best, because that's just, like, then you put me on the record, but, like, in my top three best bands of all time, for sure. I think that they are the... They're the only band that you could ever argue that every member is the best at what they did. Right. Like, and everyone was so talented and all that, like it was a moment in time captured that can't be replicated. You know, sorry, I Greta Van Fleet. It can't be replicated. <laughs> I, I, I hate Greta Van Fleet. So this is the not hating episode. I'm not going to hate. Well, we went well, to the, sorry you invited me on this. So. We, we went to the player haters ball last week and I promised myself I would not hate this week, but I will say the Rolling Stones are the greatest band of all time, but the greatest, some of their parts is Zeppelin. Like, 
John Bonham is the greatest drummer of all time. There's no better frontman to me than Robert Plant. Jimmy Page is one of the gods of guitar, and John Paul Jones is the most right. underrated musician of all time. No, I agree with that last statement too. Um, the only band that holds a candle is You Do You to me. Oh, well, that's why you're my buddy. <laughs> Give me kiss a little ass there. There we go, dude. All right, Katie, we love you very much. We'll see you soon, all right? Yes, love y'all. Thank you again. <laughs> all right, up next. This man's Instagram bio says he's mediocre at the guitar, but I vehemently disagree. One of my favorite guitar players, we got Raul from the Expendables here. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm amazing. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good. Uh, first off, right off the top, I just asked Katie, our friend, this question. What is your favorite Zeppelin album? Uh, four. Okay, so you're you're one of the – it's like a, a chalk answer, but it's probably the right answer, right? <laughs> who, I mean, who knows? Like, I always tell people that, you know – music is subjective it's art you know there's no real right answer and as i've gotten older i've stopped getting into those arguments so i felt like i probably should have had a couple beers before coming here because i felt (laughs) like i was ready to go back to my 20s and start arguing about which guitar player is better which song is better and just have this big free-for-all just because i know dave loves getting shit on for all of his choices and everything in life from music to pizza so yeah you nailed it Uh, (laughs) but no so four to me four is the greatest hits album it's probably the greatest rock and roll album ever put together i'm a two guy right two Mm -hmm. is like my introduction to rock and roll that's what i grew up on but right all right, so that shapes my argument here. So now I want your top five Zeppelin songs. Okay, and I remember when I talked to you about this before, I was thinking, all right, do we go with their true originals, songs they've been sued for, songs yeah. that they ripped off, and then I ended up having to give back royalties on? Like, where do you actually draw the line? And I was actually looking down. A lot of my – I'm kind of like a 50-50 on my list of top five. Uh so I feel like because of John Bonham's drumming, I feel like I got to start off with When the Levee Breaks, just because that is just a phenomenal song. Um, just the intro, you've heard it, like it just, even when it's in movies, it just makes that just, oh, you just get that intro, the drums, it just drives. It's got that harp, harmonica. I mean, it's just, there's so much about that song that's just kind of so driving and, and anthemic that, you know, that it, it feels like, I feel like music that came out in the 60s and 70s even though it wasn't as heavy guitar wise compared to what modern music is, you look at older metal, all that stuff, like everything's just gotten more balls out today with the um, amps and stuff like that. But it still is super heavy despite being, you know, not super high gain Marshall amps. It's just a, a great rock riff and it just is really driving. There's something uh, evil about it. Like in a good Yeah. Yeah, and just like you kind of just have to like, like you almost want to grimace like listening to that intro. It's just and it, a lot of that definitely is credit to the drums, but it's such a great riff. Um, not really an original Zeppelin, but it's nope. like it's, <laughs> but it's a winner in my book. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of torn. Alex, I, I love Cashmere too, but I figured if I was gonna, I wanted to like not have the songs all be so similar because I feel like this is both those two songs are very drivey. But for me, it's like when the levee breaks is to me is is up there. Um, all right, that's a perfect way to start the yeah. list. I'm, I'm on your list so far. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go, go with your next pick. Okay. I, I did not put Stairway to Heaven on this list. And the only reason I didn't put it on this list, A, I really wanted to because I thought it'd be great to, <laughs> to have something to argue with Dave about. But the reason it's not on my list is, is, and I, you know, that's like what, number one on Guitar World's greatest solos of all time, which I never understood. I don't either. It's a good solo and it really fits the song well the way that, you know, that he plays off the chords and the melody. But 
to me to be like the, considered the greatest rock solo of all time. I don't know. That is was, it hit, is it Jimmy Page's best solo ever? Do you know what I mean? Like that's the hardest <laughs> argument. Yeah, I I know that like a lot of for me it's 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 up there. Um, I know a lot of like people that grew up, a lot of famous guitar players that grew up when that song came out. Like there's this heartbreaker. Like heartbreaker to them is the Jimmy Page like quintessential Jimmy Page solo. It's a little flubby, but it's very raw. And, yeah, there's and the difference that, between yeah. the two. I mean, yeah. Stairway is very articulate, and then yeah. you have, like, the crazy all-over-the-place right. aspects of, of Heartbreaker. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, get a little off, off the <laughs> top here, which, as we probably would be known to do, but... So, yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing song. I think it's a great solo, but it... it the reason I didn't put it on my list is because when I think about listening to Led Zeppelin, which I still do, I don't listen to that song. Neither do I. I listened to it a lot when I was in high school and thereafter. And I think it's a great song. I mean, I think there's a reason why it was kind of the most requested song on radio, but not the most played. Like right. it's, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong. Uh, although I don't necessarily agree with the lawsuit that they ripped off Taurus. I mean, the chord progression is the same, but that's one. Of, I know that they ripped off a lot of bands, but I don't think that's necessarily one of them. Most of the um, bands that they ripped off were like older blues musicians. Yeah. Too. Like Blind Willie Dixon deserves like a large right. chunk of their estate, if you ask me. Right. And, and, and honestly, like I get, cause I see a lot of these copyright lawsuits that are happening. And sometimes I'm like, I don't get that. Sometimes I'm like, how are these people not getting caught for this blatantly? <laughs> like, this is just ridiculous. But yeah, that's the only one where I feel like, ah, maybe that's just, there's not really much to that lawsuit. Um, yeah. Right. So I guess we could, we could go right down the next list. Speaking of songs that were covers, one that they got burned for maybe accidentally as a uh, um, babe, I'm going to leave you. Yes. Uh, which I think is in terms of like just ballady, but also very rocky. I think that's a great song. Yeah, I totally uh, agree with that. I was very surprised to hear not that long ago, actually, that Joan Baez had done a version before they did it. What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. He did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, and I, that's the reason why uh, Paige uh, didn't offer credit. Uh, because in Joe, Joan Baez's liner notes, she wrote traditional, like it was a traditional arrangement, like one of those old folk songs that you could just steal. Uh, they were so old, it didn't matter. And I guess the original songwriter didn't even know that Zeppelin had covered it. I mean, she got a bunch of back royalties eventually, but but yeah, so Baez covered it like a few years before Zeppelin did. And that's how he like got the idea to like do that song. I had no they idea should. that she had done that song. Yeah. No fucking way. But, I mean, that's one. That's Zeppelin one. So, so far we've yeah. covered – your first pick was – Levy Breaks. Le so, you got four and one. Right. All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely all over the place uh, in terms of my picks. But, yeah, um, I think probably uh, the reason I, I instantly just said four is because that was the first Zeppelin album I got. I had gifted it gifted to me. Yeah, I, it did, what, did you get it on record or cassette or CD? CD. I had it on cassette. My dad had like this whole rack of cassettes. So I had four on cassette. That's what I remember. See, I was a, my dad was a vinyl guy mm. and then CDs came out and I didn't really have many cassettes. So I kind of started doing CDs and my dad was into jazz and like classic rock, but he wasn't really a Zeppelin guy. He was more into like Hendrix and cream for that kind of stuff. So okay. he didn't have any Zeppelin on vinyl. So yeah, my first was like in high school when I started getting into all everything basically. And, uh, that was my first was going to, God, was it the warehouse before it became FYE was going to the warehouse and you get that CD that came in like a super long <laughs> no, plastic. Yeah. yeah. 
Holy yeah. shit. All right, yeah. go to three. What's your third pick? Uh, I'm going to go with Immigrant Song. Okay, so that was one Dave skipped that a lot of people got mad about. And I feel like, because I feel like the chorus, the chorus is just another one of those things where it's so like, it's something to like really pump you up, oh, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's like, when that song comes on, I don't particularly love the verse as much. It's not like a, a, a love song all the way through, but to me, the chorus just sells it. It's just one of those things where it's, it's so good and so driving. I can't turn it off when it's on. Dude, it's so, so that's funny. why it's on my list. It's so funny that that song's off three when the rest of three is like either acoustic or like, mm-hmm. and it just sits at the top. And you're like, imagine the first time spinning that record and Immigrant Song comes on. You're like, <laughs> oh my God, we're about to get yeah. fucking rocked. And then like Rain Song comes on and like, uh, yeah. there's there, three is an underrated record, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think they have a bad record. You could argue se. maybe like yeah. in through the outdoor or coda at the end, but like also yeah. that doesn't count. I mean, if you count <laughs> up until like physical graffiti or presence, like then mm. you're looking at like the prime years. But right. all right, so we got three down. We're down to the top two here. Go with your second pick. Uh, over the hills and far away. Fuck yes! I was hoping somebody <laughs> else would put that on their list because houses is my second favorite Zeppelin record, and nobody picked that yet. That is a fucking great song. Yeah. And I think the reason I'm so partial to it is because one of those ones when like you're a teenager sitting around learning guitar and like you learn that intro, if it's just such a classic acoustic intro, it's just, there's not much better than that. I think in terms of like song intros, especially ones on acoustic guitar, like to me, that's up in the upper echelon of all time greatest intros. And it's just a great song. Um, So, I mean, to me, that's, I love that one. I mean, I, I always go back and forth between that and uh, Babe, I'm going to leave you in terms of songs that I love to play on an acoustic. Um, but when yeah. I pick up an acoustic guitar, there's two riffs that I always play and they're both in G. One <laughs> is Over the Hills and Far Away and the other one is Why Georgia by John Mayer. And I don't know why. Those are the two. I pick up the guitar and they're the first two things I play. Hey, that's a wide spectrum. That's good. I'm all over the place, brother. All right. <laughs> so we've, that. we've got four down. I'm very interested. Give me your number one pick. Uh, I went with whole lot of love. Okay. You can't argue that. And the reason I picked that one is because to me, that's my favorite Jimmy Page solo. Ooh. I like that solo the best. I don't know why I it's it's to me. That one's his, that's my favorite. I like, I like heartbreaker. I like stairway, but like he just does these really like kind of eclectic bends and there's a lot of really cool stuff. I think it really fits, uh, the song. Well, it's got a great breakdown. So to me, that was up there. Um, so yeah, that's why I went with whole lot of love. Yeah, I will never fault you for picking that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I felt like my my list was pretty safe. I didn't, and I didn't have any super. I don't know, like deep tracks on mine, really. I would say. And so. that's where I was like, I, like when I was making my list, I was like, am I gonna be a douchebag? And like we were just talking about this, uh, me and Katie Feeney, who was on before you, but she was like, I could have been like a hipster and picked Achilles' Last Stand or something like that. <laughs> the only song to me that is like kind, not a deep cut, but like. A personal favorite of mine that I'm putting on my list is Gallows Pole. I was just about to say if I put Gallows Pole on because that's a great song. It's, I mean, and it had like some resurgence, you know, when he did it acoustically, like not yeah. that long ago. Now that probably was a long time ago, but I was like, yeah, like you could put like, I was thinking maybe I put like, like honorable mentions were like, like I said, Cashmere and like Gallows Pole or like Daisy Confused, some of those songs on there that are a little less. Um, but I didn't want to go like crazy deep and you're like, wait, what song? <laughs> yeah, just start doing just songs. Because, 
because it really is it's like top five like what do you think the top five greatest Zeppelin songs are and I think those are there is there for a reason it's like not like what are your top five D tracks you know right well I mean to me like the one song that is probably my favorite Zeppelin song that I don't even know is going to make my final list is the Lemon song but it's just a cover of Killing Floor so I don't know whether or not that is like a fair it's my favorite Zeppelin performance John Paul Jones bass track and that is just unbelievable to me so I don't know, but I love your list. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love your list. Um, once again, give me, give me a couple, ra- just songs you love, not necessarily like their greatest, but like your honorable mentions, like give me one or two deep cuts you would put in there. Uh, I mean, what are we calling deep cuts really these days? Right. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, I, all right. So I'm going to, Oops. I think it's because I was so late to the game with physical graffiti. Like I stayed on one through four for my entire childhood. Right. Like in my time of dying, like to me, even like something like dancing days, isn't a a deep cut, but like, it's so fucking good, but it's not like an a track off of, off of houses. Yeah. Um, shit. That's tough. Cause I put you on the spot, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with gallows pole. Cause I feel like that's a deep track. I feel like no one's going to, if you ask like 20 people on the street, uh, about Gallows Bowl, they probably wouldn't know what the hell you're talking about. I agree with that too. And that's when like, that's one of those ones, like I know with like a lot of my friends who love rap, like there's certain mm-hmm. songs that you can mention where they're like, oh shit, you know what you're talking about. So if we're having this conversation. You're talking about Gallows Paul. I'm like, okay, you've done more research than mm-hmm. like the top five played songs. <laughs> on Spotify. Right. Um, um, yeah. Like, um, Yeah, because I'm all the songs I can think of are all like you still hear on the radio, like Jamaica. Like you're gonna hear all this stuff, and like I I feel like, yeah. Like I mean, like so you could go. That's not a deep track. So um, the the one song that nobody's mentioned so far that I've been shocked is "Going to California." I I mean, I I think that would crack my top ten, maybe top fifteen. Yeah, of the more delicate. It's, yeah, it's very like it's got. I think it's got great vocals and great vocal harmony, especially with the oohs and ahs throughout it when they're singing. And it's one of those like, I mean, they're pretty, <laughs> especially like later on, like very you know definitely mandolin heavy band. You know, we, bro, we could do a whole countdown <laughs> of delicate Zeppelin songs. Yeah, There's stuff like that's the way or Battle Forevermore. You could just like we could. Go- I love okay. I love Battle Forevermore. So that might be that i think that would be a deep track i think so i'll go with gallows pole battle forevermore i would i would put those up there um yeah all right we nailed this yeah this, this is fucking <laughs> great all right raul before you get out of here anything you want yeah. to plug any shows coming up uh well, when are you gonna when's this coming out tomorrow morning tomorrow morning <laughs> we waste no time brother all right that's fast you guys are quick so i would say yeah we're gonna be this Friday at the Culture Room in Fort Lauderdale, Saturday in Orlando at the Florida Groves Fest. Uh, 420, we're going to be in Bend, Oregon. And then 421, Flamingo Cantina in Austin. 422, the Austin Reggae Fest. So get your tickets and see us there in Florida, Texas, and Oregon. So Whatever you do, when you go to an expendable show in the next couple of weeks, just start yelling random deep cuts at Raul Oiz on stage and make them play it. Yes, yell random Led Zeppelin songs because it's better than yelling Slayer or Freebird. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Raul, thank you very much. We'll right. see you soon, all right? Thank you. All right, so that was Katie Feeney and Raul from the Expendables list for the top five Led Zeppelin songs. Two experts respect their opinions, but my list is better. As I've already stated, neither of them complained about Dave's list. 
I accidentally just fucking texted that loser instead of texting Robert. No was, way. Yes. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Oh my God. I t- text him back. This guy blocked you anyway, so it don't make a difference, but. Oh, that's I, fucking I, awesome. I, I hope I I hope to God he somehow gets this like on his MacBook or something. Item on the podcast. Yeah, dude. Fucking tell him to give him what if he hits you back with the list? That'd be amazing. We have a new segment called Dirty Fucking Laundry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenny. Uh, do you want to go first with your top five or do you want me to go first? I mean, I don't care. I'll go wherever you want me to go, baby. All right, you go first. Give me your top five Zeppelin songs. Okay. But we have to repreface that I don't really care. obviously obviously like it's kind of a very boring list of me number one is immigrant song listen and it's so weird that that's on zeppelin three because zeppelin three is such a fucking acoustic album and it starts out with the immigrant song you'd think that'd be on uh american graffiti or something like later yeah Yeah. or it'd be on two or four like it sounds more like that but it's 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 all right so that's a good pick good good one to start dave you it is i've said this before i'm pretty sure i've said this publicly i fucking hate that song and I'm not saying because it's like I, it's a shitty song musically. I just when it hits my eardrums, it just doesn't do it for me. I skip it immediately. It is my most hated. It's the only like to me, very personal opinion, bad Led Zeppelin song. See, I disagree that it's bad, but there's like songs from some of my favorite bands. Like I hate the song "Start Me Up" by the Rolling Stones. Hate it. Makes my ears bleed. It's it's such an average song. That's what I I'm agree saying. with that. Yeah. Okay, so Kenny, Dave's already shitting on your list, so go with number two for you. It's subjective. That's the best part about this podcast. It is the best part about this podcast. We're going to put a graphic up, too, with our pick, so. Good. All right, number two for you. For Kenny? For Kenny. Ramblin' Man. Ramble On? Again, mine are very... Yeah, Ramble On. Oh, Ramble On. Sorry, I wrote it down wrong. Mine are very Wonder Bread picks, but, like, classics. You know what I mean? It's just, that's what I know. Yeah, and you didn't go hipster either. You didn't go with, like, uh, Achilles' Last Stand, which was everybody on Dave's that was complaining was like, where's Achilles' Last Stand? And I'm like, dude, that's a deep cut. Come on, get out of here. Like, fuck off. Kenny, what's your third? Uh, third, Good Times, Bad Times. Yeah. Still, that's a that's a match with Dave. It's a great heavy, song. Heavy song. I think I had them three, right? You didn't have the Immigrant Song. No, no, I, I, I had – so we both had them, like uh, – uh, good times, bad times, ranked third. I want to say. I th- you're right about that. Hey, all right, go ahead, Kenny. Four, Dire Maker. See, Dude, I so Dire Maker and Over the Hills and Fire Away were like the two songs I was like that has to be. But at the same time, I don't know what I'd remove. I fucking love that song. You know yeah. what it's supposed to say? Germaker. I, I wanted it's Jamaica. Ja- yeah, Jama- like Jamaica. Yeah, how yeah, a yeah, Jamaican yeah, yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to teach musicians some. I'm, Bro, I, I hate Jermaker. Hate I love it. I can see why people would. Hate I can yeah, see I can, why people would. I can also see why people would. That's okay, though. That's what makes music great. It's subjective. You me to pick five of my favorite Zeppelin songs from, you know. A band that you don't really care about. Uh, Kenny, go with your fourth. Uh, that was number four. <laughs> Loser texted me back. He goes, Stairway to Heaven, easy number one, Days of Confused, too. No, hit him with the don't care. Dave, all lowercase, no capitals, don't care. I fucking dare you. Am I, is there, is there a apostrophe in don't? No. No, just all, because it really means you don't care if there's no punctuation or capital. Bro. <laughs> 
dude. Welcome to the club, son. Yo, that's a social clip tomorrow. That's a social clip tomorrow. Yeah, that's incredible. Okay, that's listen. an incredible moment. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Go with your, go with your last one. And we're going to song, ramble on, good times, bad times, job maker. <laughs> I don't want to say that, right? And then Dave's going to hate this one. But mainly this is because, A, it was one of the first songs I learned how to play on guitar. Stairway to Heaven. Right. B, yeah, I knew it. World, no Stairway sign in Wayne's World. Fair. It's just a fucking classic. I don't know. I love it. I love it as much as I love Patience by fucking Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like corny. that. Look, I have no problem with Stairway, but like... No, I don't either. Absolutely not. It just, I think, if I'm turning on Led Zeppelin and it comes on, I'm not skipping it, but like... There's other songs that, like, when Misty Mountain Hop came on. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, fuck yeah. I'm not going fuck yeah. We're packing our bags for the Misty Mountain. Yeah, hell yeah, Dave. That was good. I like that. Uh, Kenny. Like, it, it's a, maybe it was because I was running. And it's like, I think it's objectively like a good pump up it's song. A good, it's a good running song. It's a but, perfect running song. What, Kenny? I said, if Zeppelin comes on, I'm just turning it off. You're such a fuck, dude. But, like, that's not true, though. That is absolutely not true. It is true. It It, it is true. Like, so here's it. I get this all the time. I get this all the time. Sorry for cutting you off. People call me such an ant. Like, they think I go against the grain so much. Like, with my Denzel, I think Denzel Washington does the same fucking thing in every movie. Like, he's the same character in every movie. Yes, with just like, Yeah, I love him, too. I don't I don't think he's a bad actor or anything. I just like I think there are objectively better actors out there and people think he's like fucking a Mount Rushmore of all time great actors. Uh, but they think I'm like so anti mainstream. that yeah. I'm like like a hipster that I'm a hipster myself. Right. Because like I, uh, I if like Kenny's a basically such an anti hipster that that makes him a hipster. Yeah. You know? Kenny, Kenny's inception himself that I conform to nonconformity. Fuck Jesus me. Christ. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You conform to nonconformity. No, uh, honestly, making you a conformist. Honestly, Dave, <laughs> you're exactly right. It's because the, the way people celebrate certain bands religiously turned me off from them so much. I, I yeah. Whether right. it's right or wrong or my own. And I, I wish I would have said this to, I actually, I shouldn't say I wish. I, I'm glad I didn't because I was tempted to. But I think Wolf Ferrell movies fucking suck when he's the lead actor. <laughs> like I, wrong, dude. That's okay. But it, like people would fillet him to completion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and I like the, the soccer movie, the ice skating movie. I think love the soccer Alan movie. Egg, I think it's the worst piece of shit and and the soccer movie that's Ditka. Ditka's a god to me as a Chicagoan. Like he is the guy. Feels it's like Michael Jordan, Michael Ditka. And I thought it was the biggest piece of shit I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. I disagree, and that's okay. Like, oh, but like people are like, "Oh, you're so anti-establishment that you're actually deistic." It's like fuck you. <laughs> I just think he sucks. Oh my god! All right, we're getting off topic. I'm Sorry. going. Through, I, I, I'm going. I go on tangents. It's when I okay. Get fired buddy. up about things. Listen, you're white. You love to make lists. It's okay. Uh, my top five. Speaking of lists, top five Zeppelin songs. Number five, I put Gallows Pole. Great song. Zeppelin three. Fantastic song. Great fucking song. Uh, number four, Since I've Been Loving You, off Zeppelin three. Great blues song. Great fucking song. Uh, number three, Going to California. I that was that was also the next hardest. Like that is such a perfect, perfect, perfect song. It's I love perfect De- song. I love Delicate Zeppelin. I love that fucking song. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, I always remember it as the closing song to Entourage as well. Don't forget that. And and uh, 
That is the closing song to Almost Famous. I'm it pretty is. sure I read that Dazed and Confused, the movie, was the first song that Led Zeppelin even allowed their music to be played on. And then the only other one was Almost Famous. And then ending with Entourage. So In Entourage, uh, yeah. I th- was Robert Plant in Entourage? Did they no. have? No. Nah. I think okay, they would mind. love to get him in there. But um, number two, Over the Hills and Far Away. I mean, just I we I was talking to Raul about this, but when I pick up a guitar, it's always the first thing I play. It's just a catchy riff. It's it's fucking perfect Zeppelin. Uh, and then number one for me, and this is such a shitty pick in a way, but it's my favorite Zeppelin song, is the Lemon song of Zeppelin 2, which is actually just a cover of Killing Floor, which is a classic blues song. And if you're going to love Zeppelin, you have to understand they took a lot of shit from the blues. And they literally, it's, it's my favorite Zeppelin song. So I had more of the hipster pick. I had more of the hipster Zeppelin picks. It's, that, that was a kind of hipstery list for sure. I know. I, I, I want to ask you guys this before we transition off, and I do got to bounce in like five minutes. What is your take on the whole they steal their music shit? I mean, they if they didn't pay them or give them credit, then yeah. But in the liner notes on the first record, it says Willie Dixon wrote most of the record because he did. They were covers. Um, we all steal, especially rock musicians. We steal from the blues is what it is. If you give credit where it's due. See, and you know, Willie Dixon someone I could go deep on. Hell yeah. That's what uh, I'm talking about. If you're a white musician, you need to give credit to the musicians that you fucking learn from and who made the music. If they, if they did that and he got his due, then yeah. If not, then that's fucked up and it needs to be like retribution. Like Pete Townsend's gone on crusades against Zeppelin for that reason. And I mean, that's fair. If that's, if that's what the deal is. My whole thing is, if you're going to take music, you need to admit where it comes from and then you need to give that person credit. That's where I'll leave that. But just to move on, once again, give us your Zeppelin list on socials. Uh, we're going to do a quick on list, off list to get out of here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll start it off. Then Kenny, then Dave. Uh, my on the list is Armani White. I texted you guys about this. Armani White, friend of the program, great, great hip hop artist. He just went super viral for a song that he made called Billie Eilish. And I'm going to send you guys the fucking clip because the song's hot as shit, but there's a sample in there that he can't get cleared. And he's fighting right now. His label is fighting to get this song cleared in time. But yesterday, Billie Eilish reposted on her Instagram story the song, and he is just getting blown the fuck up. He texted me yesterday morning. I love that dude. He's an amazing artist. He's about to take over the fucking world. Shouts out Armani White. He's on my list. Kenny, who's on your list? Akai, A-K-I-A-I. I got a new toy today. <gasps> you got an NPC? Well, it's the MPC Studio, so it's just the USB version, but anybody who loves AWOL knows that I used to play two MPCs on stage at a time, which I still have yet to see many people do. Uh, <laughs> Not to brag. Not to brag. I'm really excited to open up uh, and see what it's got in there, but I'm fucking stuck, man. New MPC Studio. These things just came out. Stand Dope, up. dude. You need to, dude, I, I want to I see you fuck around with that. Oh, there's going to be many videos. Good. That's what I like to hear. Uh, Dave, on your list. Wikipedia. Okay, explain. I am. This, this is this just popped into my head as we as we speak. You know, you guys have both seen the Water Boy. I'm assuming, obviously. Uh, Colin, I know you have a million times because I just by knowing you, it's up your alley. But can yeah, you have right too? The scene when the bald guy he he's looking over the balcony in the mom's uh, hospital room, <laughs> and he's like, "I am not a smart man." God did not gift me with the gift of intelligence and whatever he said. (laughs) Like, that's me. I was not gifted with the (laughs) gift of intelligence. If it weren't for Wikipedia, I wouldn't know a fucking thing on this planet. I knew every single thing I needed to know about Craig Robinson 
in a couple of paragraphs on Wikipedia today. I knew his backstory. I knew like how he got a start, second city in Chicago. And it was like I read an entire autobiography on the guy. Shout out Wikipedia. Love Wikipedia. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck, goddamn, the vibes are so high for this episode. Uh, my off the list are teenagers at the gym. Uh, I think they should all be put down inhumanely. Cool. Uh, I, w- I was at the gym today, and there's like 20, 15-year-olds in there all around one squat rack doing TikTok dances. And I almost... Oh, God. I almost took a life with a 45-pound weight. I well, was, you, know how to, you know how to stop that, right? How? You don't go to the gym. I can't not. Dave, vanity's a bitch, dude. First off, oh, real quick. I was watching East Bend Down, and I thought of you when they're doing the speech about uh, my coach told me. Wait, I yeah. said, weights are heavy. Why would I lift yeah. those things up? Fuck off. You and your weights can fuck off somewhere. The way he emphasizes fuck off, like you dude. could feel the anger in his voice that someone would even suggest lifting weights. Dude, the you audio can fuck off somewhere. <laughs> One of my favorite Twitter responses ever is I just have, the, like whenever I do something good, the video saved of him listening in the truck where it's like, I am the man with the ball. I'm the man who can throw fast as fuck. He's listening to himself. (laughs) That is why I am better than everyone in the world. Kiss my ass and suck my dick. Suck my dick. Everyone. Dude, he he told us that like entire show was completely improvised. (laughs) Which, which, yeah, makes complete sense. Ashley, I can't can't wait to like this because this had nothing to do with Chicago sports, which is it was on a Chicago sports podcast. But it was like the most fun I've ever had interviewing anybody because he told Everything. Where all the bodies were buried. He's the best, dude. He's the fucking man. Shout out Pizza Hut. Shout out Craig Robinson. Uh, Kenny, off your list. Yo, fucking Juicy Smollett. Oh, my, what a Juicy. Juicy. Yo, Juicy came out with a song. What? You oh, Thank you, loser. God, where he proclaims his innocence. Dude, do you have it queued up? No. no oh, can't give him a play? Dog. Oh. Uh, can't, can't give, give him, him a play. play. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck no. He doesn't get a stream count. But like, yo, bro, just like. I wish out. Dante were here. Dante ran into uh, this was like Dude, three yeah, months he ago. He told us about this. Well, he put the picture on Instagram and they were cool with it. So we have our podcast, The Dog Walk, which we interview just like random people like garbage men. And yeah. uh, Dante said he'd go on it or they would go on it. But he ran into at our fa- all of our favorite Italian joint in Chicago, the two air quote, attackers of yeah, the, Juicy Smollett. The MAGA leaders. Yeah, the MAGA leaders, right. <laughs> At 3 o'clock in the morning. And the he said they were, they were, like, laughing it up. They're like, we didn't, like, they, and he got, they got in trouble, but not, like, him trouble. Bro, but, Juicy's uh, out here dropping tracks. I, my first question, Kenny was going to be, is the song hot? You think I listened? <laughs> I thought you just had a hatred. You might do. I just saw a headline that said Juicy Smollett releases new song called "Thank You God," where he proclaims his innocence. Bro, what if I what, off my list? What if I do the whole "What the fuck we've been listening to" video next week? Just fifty seconds about how great that song is. <laughs> uh, go viral. Yeah. All right, uh, Dave. Off your list. Colin Budney. What I do? This has been something that's bugged me, and I don't know if it's a Philly thing. I don't think it is, though. Since I've known you, you say shouts out instead of shout out. Shouts out. It's either no. shouts to him or just shout out to him. You don't pluralize shout. And it, it's yeah. driven me crazy for fucking shouts years. Shouts out, I'm baby. What, shouts Kenny, out. what do you say? You're the arbiter. Well, just shout out. Yeah, it's, just, it's not shouts out. It's no, just shouts out to my fucking out. dog. Really? Listen, there, there's so many people. things that I say wrong that I know I say wrong. And I, I oh, I'm, I'm, so Eddie drives a Tesla. 
I, I pronounce it Tesla, like T-E-Z-Z-L-A. Oh, you're a piece but of shit. I, I didn't know I was even doing it until we did something in, by, with his Tesla um, last week for stool scenes. And yeah. like I was getting bombarded. You can't even say fucking Tesla. And I was like, <laughs> I thought I was saying it right this whole time. Tesla. Well, you know what then? Shout out to Tesla. That's my that's 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 how I close this out. Dave, I will be more cognizant of that and I'll do it even more often now. So fuck you. See, we ended it with hate. We had to end it with hate. It's a hate it all comes podcast. full circle, right? It's a hate podcast. Uh, great episode this week, boys. We got more interviews coming up, more things lined up, great things in the works. High vibes this week. I love you guys very much. Uh, Kenny, anything else from me? Are you kidding me? I didn't think so. Dave, anything else from me? Kiss my ass and suck, suck my, my dick. dick. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you guys. We love you.